You're recording? Yeah. All right, we're good. Good. Nick? Um, um, um. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You're definitely the male Lisa Battle on this show. I don't know what that is. <laughs> hey, no! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television, and whatever else we feel like reviewing. This is episode number 132. We have now done as many episodes as the number of columns in landscape mode made by a line printer. Whoa. (laughs) Speaking... (laughs) Speaking of words that make a rhythmic sound that might put me to sleep, this week we are talking about the second half of the Iliad by, but probably not by, Homer... You can read along with us if you'd like. You can get the audiobook that we listen to, in fact, for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a free trial, you get an audiobook, like perhaps this one, uh, and you support our show, both of which cost you nothing and help us out. And you get to keep both the book and the support of our show, even if you cancel during the trial membership. So please, if you haven't done that yet, take a second. We really appreciate it. I am your host. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And here we have a very special panel with us today. First up, uh, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Hey, guys. I'm a little sad today. Let's play sports instead. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Do you want to run horses into a gully? Eh, not particularly, but I'll shoot at a bird that we've tied to a pole. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that's best sports, kind of right? <laughs> Joining us today, uh, Ezra is on uh, a vacation paid for by some organization. So joining us in his place, he's at Stephen T. Carter on Twitter in Washington, D.C. It's guest host Stephen Carter. Hey, everybody. Uh, Ezra's not actually... I actually killed him, and uh, I have been dragging his corpse around by my chariot (laughs) for days. And it's not going to be damaged at all, because God loves that kid. Yeah, man, his corpse looks good. Like, <laughs> like fresh dead, not like old <laughs> yeah, dead. new dead. Yeah, I hope you enjoy the. Uh, also, you enjoy the the more comfortable chair and higher pay this week. Yeah, it feels good, and I feel like that I get to like kind of you know pause and give direction occasionally. Anytime you want. Say it again. <laughs> good evening, meat suits and dresses. Welcome back. <laughs> No, okay. Uh, we have a very special guest list today as well. Uh, he blogs at panicandfearblog.com in Chicago, Illinois. It's Nick Delahanty. Hey, dudes, I'm going to sit this one out because Alex betrayed me earlier. So, you guys. What a whiny little bitch. You're half god. Half. I round down. Okay, but what if your buddy goes and does something <laughs> rash? Will, will you join us then? Yeah, what if Steven kills one of your compliments in front of you? I'll be fine with that. It's just you. It's just your <laughs> your minor slight was the, really the one that set me <laughs> off. Alright, uh, so... Normally, when we do this, uh, we have Chris summarize here because we want you, the listener, in case you haven't read the book or seen the movie or the TV show, we want you to know what's going on. But today, I want Chris to summarize because I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Chris, please summarize in the style of the spark notes that even that was too much effort to read. And please do it very, very slowly. (laughs) Okay. 
So, guys, there is a war on between the Greeks and the Trojans. The Greeks invaded Troy because this Trojan prince dude stole a girl from the Greek general's brother. Pause right there. Which one is also called the Achaeans? The 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 Greeks. 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 Excellent. Thank you. Greeks. Also called the Achaeans. Also called the (laughs) Athenians and the uh, Myrmidons. I was so concerned that a third army had joined this war. (laughs) Um. Yeah. No. The uh. The the general and his brother got a coalition of the willing to go invade <laughs> Troy and siege it for ten years. And uh. Yeah. Okay. So here's what you gotta know. The best fighter from Greece is Achilles, who is super duper pissed at the general, uh, for a minor slight and won't fight for most of this book. Uh. The best fighter from Troy is Hector, who is really fucking shit up for the Greeks, forcing them back all the way to their ships. Like, back, you know, the Greeks were invading the town, practically, and they get forced all the way back across the plain. Okay, so, anyway. Fuck them up way up! That's right. (laughs) So, Achilles, the the Greek guy, his buddy Patroclus is all, dude, I know you're pissed, but shit is getting real up in here. You won't go, if you won't go out, at least let me borrow your armor. And our guys will be super pumped if they think that you're out there, and the other guys will be really scared, and it'll be cool. And Achilles says, well, okay. And Patroclus goes out, and it works, except he goes too far, and he gets killed by Hector. Okay? Achilles gets really upset and really mad, because his friend just died. And he goes, okay, fine, I'll go out and kill that fucking guy. And so he does. Huh. Yeah. And then Achilles is still so mad and pissed and sad in front of his friend dying, right? Because of his friend dying. That he has a funeral for his friend and it lasts 10 days where he just takes Hector's corpse, the guy he killed, and drives it around for 10 days behind horses. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everybody else from the Greek army has nothing to do during this time. So they stage a mini Olympics um, just to pass the time, apparently. This is and one of those periods in the book where I like, I guess, blacked out and woke up, and I was like, "Why are they racing?" Yeah, I was. There was yeah. horse racing, and neither of the guys were trying to stab each other. So I was like, "This is weird. What's going on?" And I did roughly the same thing. It was a the it was a funeral. Yeah, there. Well, it was a funeral, and then there are ritualistic games that they can play to cheer everybody up, or I don't know. Anyway, so eventually, Hector's dad wants his son's body back. And so he goes and gets it back in time for another long funeral that takes another 10 days. And then the war is going to continue on after for an indeterminate period of time. Well, no wonder the war took 10 years. Every time time someone dies, they need a 10-day Olympic funeral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Also, the one so, thing, uh, one other thing you want to add on top of that is that yeah. Achilles knows that if he kills Hector, he also will die shortly after as a result. So his yeah, own so, fate is wrapped up in killing Hector. And he did it anyway. Yeah. yeah, that was, was... that was kind of cool. <laughs> huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It right. Is... I mean, knowing that you like your 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 fate is sealed, but you're like going to do your duty anyway. You're sure. like, yeah. You're like, like where spite is so strong. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's kind of fun. I do. Like also, spite. Chris left out the 400 pages of people dying. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that, <laughs> I, I mean, that is the yeah. good middle part of the book. <laughs> the good middle part is Hector is fucking shit up, the armies are fighting, and people are dying right and left. So in the grand tradition of part one of this book, we learn someone's name, their backstory, where they're from, their kids, their friends, their what romantic What part of their past. soft tissue was pierced by a bronze spear? <laughs> yeah, and then nipple. what part is it? Yeah. It's usually the neck. It's, yeah. usually, they yeah, usually it's, go it's the, for neck the neck or the nipple, because that's they're, where the armor doesn't cover. Yeah. Nippleless armor. It's very famous. <laughs> Um, I mean, Batman, had it, he had it figured out in Batman Forever. Yeah, exactly. You obviously reinforced nipple guard. <laughs> yeah, it's Man, like... Is this why they didn't have electricity? Because they were just focused on nipple-based armor? <laughs> you know what? Chafing is serious. It is. It's a totally big issue. Although, the worst kind of chafing is the uh, spear-through-my-nipple chafing. It's one of the worst kinds of chafing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I guess I've never really done sports yeah, i don't i wouldn't say it's the worst alex all right well let's uh, so we've talked a lot about it already but uh we should get we should we should start the real discussion and end it with a compliment that's what we like to do every week it's called a compliment sandwich nick as the guest despite the uncomfortable chair and the crappy pay you do have the right to go first or last in the compliment round which do you prefer um, I'll let you guys go first then I, I usually always go first excellent well steven as our as our temporary host you have the you have the right to go first uh <laughs> the right or the privilege um sure. i guess i will i i mean I, I wait do i get to decide or am i just going first? well you can go first or you can not go and then we'll find another host for and the show. it will just be silence for 45 minutes and we'll find over. someone else we can we'll, yeah, sure, surely somebody read the the iliad in college at some point yeah um okay i'll go first i guess my compliment um and this might be a little not politically correct but my compliment is for the gun like the handgun, or just. Like, <laughs> I I just feel like if 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 it had existed back then, it would have made this whole thing a lot quicker. And like the idea of one person just being a great warrior and killing like hundreds of people by himself, like that would be over because somebody could just shoot him. So the, uh, <laughs> the democratization of war, making it easier for wimpy dudes to kill folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to be half god. You just need to have thirty dollars. Thirty dollars and an index finger, my friend. Right, and uh, and wait a couple days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless you go to a show where you don't have to wait the requisite period of time. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, that's essentially my compliment. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go second. Uh, I, you know, we just talked about it a second ago. I would like to compliment the stress relieving power of sport. If okay. If you're ever fighting an endless war at the whims of gods who are, as far as I can tell, total douchebags, what better way to take a break, relax, and throw a fun competitive funeral? Uh, com- complete with prizes like punch bowls, donkeys, and women. Yeah, have a little cry, play a little footy. I think it's yeah. all good. I think it's awesome. And then just oh. what I also like is that they set up by they're like, hey you guys, let's play a game. The winner gets a donkey. And I, <laughs> next time you're hanging out at the park and someone's like, hey you guys want to play a little, uh, you know, you guys want to play a little basketball, a little two on two. Winner gets my wife. Yeah, <laughs> really add some. There's just <laughs> such a sporting group. I like it. No, the wife's a little extreme. I think it's one of my many mistresses. Right, sorry. <laughs> and or donkey. <laughs> and, and or donkey. Now, the girl is from Lesbos, so she's into some freaky shit, but that is a mighty fine donkey. <laughs> right. You can either get this fine mare or my unbroken mistress. She is not ready yet. <laughs> Still have to put out newspapers, is that what you're saying? <laughs> All right, Chris, what is your major compliment? 
Uh, mine is for Homer's word choice, or maybe the word choice of the uh, translators here. But I really like that they found a new way to talk about breasts. Um, Trojan women are not said to have large breasts, but to have deep breasts. Uh, when they say, go back to the, to the deep-breasted women of Troy. Unbreasted. That, that, that's, an invert, <laughs> that's an inverted breast. Deep, deep is exactly the wrong thing for No, breast. I think they're referring to the cleavage. Ah, the area between the breasts. Not as good as the breasts, in my opinion. <laughs> I respectfully uh, disagree. <laughs> You're all about the negative space, huh? I, I like... Yeah, I, I, Nick's the Miles Davis of breast <laughs> aficionados. It's about the boobs he doesn't touch. That's where the... Where <laughs> the notes is. the breasts don't play. Yeah. <laughs> also, when you say like something has a deep bench, you mean there's a lot of people on it? So the deep breast just means like you take out one... There's still so much more boob to go. That's right. <laughs> They're all utility breasts. Yeah. They could be anywhere in the infield. <laughs> all right, Nick. Now uh, your turn. All right. Compliment. Um, uh, I'm a, I'm bad at this because this is a this is an actual compliment. Uh-oh. Um, uh-uh. Yeah, no, I actually read this book because I liked it and oh. I did, read it for fun uh, recently. So uh, I'm gonna pick one of my uh, one of the things that I like about this book is that. Even for being written so long ago, it has the qualities of a a big swing and dick action film, and so um. Why don't, why don't gonna, you tell us about those? I'm gonna read one of the uh, the quotes uh, that I loved, and I circled when I wrote it. When I when I wrote it, no. Um, <laughs> I, when I read no, it. The, our translation makes sure we knew ahead of time that it was, probably wasn't written by Homer. It was you. Yeah, turns out it was me. What a dick. Anyway, so uh, here's one of my favorite uh, lines that I wrote. Um, It's from uh, Book 15, The Achaean Armies at Bay. And now they're in, like, basically in the heart of a battle and shit's getting real. So it goes like this. Uh, No better tactics now uh, than to fight them hand-to-hand with all our fury. Quick, better to live or die once and for all than than to die by inches, slowly crushed to death, helpless against the hulls in the bloody press by far inferior men. And I just thought that was awesome. So... Yeah, that's that's basically too close for missiles switching the guns. Hell right? yeah, it is. <laughs> it's all, but it's also a little bit of the Braveheart. Like, uh, they can never take our freedom. Let's just, you know, we can die right now or live miserably for a long time. And I yeah. just like the idea. It's like, well, let's uh, let's get it over with. Yeah. And then right right after that, he said, "Today we celebrate our independence." <laughs> Hell <day."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Pullman would have made a badass Achilles. I want re- I want Troy recast. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bill Pullman. Yeah, that would have been fun. Oh, that would be awesome if this was just <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> Is Will Smith Ajax? And, he'll, and then we'll also throw Martin Lawrence in so they can have some like witty banter back and forth, and it'll be good. Yeah. And then right. what happened was the aliens stole Will Smith's cute girlfriend. Right. Exotic and then dancer. He punches in a key in the face and says, Welcome to Troy! <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to, to our hate game now. This is going to be a little harder for Nick, apparently, but he'll okay. find it. Uh, so today we're going to play the game of Hate Invaders. There are going to be waves and waves of hatred, which you can fight off with side-to-side movement and well-aimed jokes. Wait, have you really never used Hate Invaders before? I don't know. Uh, I, see, I, I doubt it. I would have known. I'm on a Frisbee team called Space Invaders, uh-huh. and... Uh, 
I got really excited when you said Hate Invaders. Okay. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's, it's great. It, it, when I read it, I was like, this is too good for us not to have used, but I have no written record of it, so I'm going to give credit where it is due to Christopher Ames, who sent that to us. I also liked his little description of it. So, uh, in any order, what are some things you hated about the second half of the Iliad? So, maybe, Nick, with your, your knowledge, you can explain this to me, but for me, this just didn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. So, they've got... Women. They've got mules as prizes. They got gold. They've got armor. All this stuff they're willing to offer up. And then apparently everybody's a fucking amateur photographer because there's this whole thing about tripods. And I don't really <laughs> understand what's going on. Like I'm gonna give you three tripods. Someone's like, oh shit, that's a lot. Yeah, they take like, that over the gold bricks in the mare. Yeah, I mean, it like does everybody have a DSLR and they're just kind of carrying it around or like uh, what's going on here? Quick question: Who translated your uh, audiobook? Do you remember? Because uh, I don't think that word ever occurs in the Fagel's translation. Yeah. Okay. You, so what's the things they're the always offering each other? I think it's the thing that like they hold up pots over the fire with, or something like that. It also could mean a guy with a really big dick. Oh. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was. They're talking about Achilles. He had he had that godlike penis that he could lean forward on and create a plane with his two feet mm-hmm. and his junk. Made him very stable for spear throwing. Yeah, very useful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I have a, I have, I have a hate. Here's something that bugs me. They're constantly the, they, the narrator is constantly trying to help me visualize what's going on through the power of analogy. But the yes. only analogy that he has at his grasp, which he uses a hundred times, is of hunting, and yeah. specifically, it's usually kinds of hunting that I've never heard of. So it's he, he'd say like. <laughs> Then, when you're naked and you feel the air around you as you're stalking a deer who is also taking a shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Such was Achilles. You just like <laughs> you don't get to just throw out that I am taking a shit at the end of a sentence. <laughs> you want him to leave with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I, it was weird. There was always like like three dogs chasing a lion around a herd of cattle when the cattle owner's bow rings. It's like, wait, where are? What is this kind of hunting that involves... Also, where are all these fucking lions coming from? Every other <laughs> hunting scene that he described yeah. had lions. Yeah, there used to be lions. In they Greece, there all. were lions everywhere? Yeah, they killed them all. Wow, I had no idea they clear-cut the lions. Yeah, and, and Arabia used to be covered in forest. Did you know that? Um, n- no. Yeah. <laughs> What's it covered in now? Sand. Uh, I... Really? Like tree sand? Yeah, there used to be a lot of forest, and uh, the Ottoman, or not the Ottomans, like way before that, like basically, you know, like when they had a lot of civilization, they like destroyed all the forests. Huh. Are you sure it wasn't the lions who destroyed all the forests? (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking tree-hating lions? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got one. We're still playing invaders. I I got a a beef with Helen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when Paris comes and swoops her up... Right. All right. If if you get kidnapped, you don't just immediately start sleeping with your kidnapper. Paris is a very romantic city. <laughs> True. Oh, I think you misinterpreted that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, well, she got she didn't get I didn't think she got kidnapped. I thought she just got seduced by like baguette smell from the bakery every morning. She's like, Isn't I there a name for that like a, a a psychological thing that happens to yeah. people like Japanese tourists when they go to Paris? <laughs> Maybe en- envy. <laughs> I mean, Stockholm syndrome is the thing that Nick was talking about. 
where you fall in love with your cat. I think it's Stendhal syndrome or something like that. Stendhal syndrome is where Japanese people move to Paris? Yeah, rapid heartbeat dizziness. Uh, when you're around a place that has a large amount of art. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's not about moving there, it's just about having a fast heartbeat? Sometimes this has to do with Florence. Wait, where did I read this? I'm, I'll find it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> on the page for this, it mentions the double rainbow guy, so that's... <laughs> oh, Weird. so there was a syndrome, that's why he moved to yeah, so Ireland. Like, it's like being overwhelmed and, and fainting or being, like, succumbed by beauty. Yeah, well, that's what they had with Paris. That's what happened, Nick. It's very simple. Paris is a dude. He's not a majestic city. <laughs> no. Well, but in the Greek <laughs> tradition of beauty, he was satacular. Actually, he was a he was a big wuss. Uh, he's a big wuss. He's a huge wuss. Well, let me let me piggyback off that uh, the shields that you have left uh, to go. I, I also want to hate. Who was hating on Helen? Wasn't that you, Alex? No, Nick was hating on Helen, oh. and I want to hate on uh, on everybody who decided to start a war over Helen of Troy. You know, plenty of fish in the sea, my friend. Hell yeah! This, there is nobody worth your body getting dragged around for 10 days over, you know, like, it's not worth risking that. There's no... Look, I, I like my girlfriend a lot, but <laughs> the idea of a 10-year war over her, at that point... Well, here's the funny thing. It's fine if you have to fight that 10-year war. What if you're the thousands of dying <laughs> soldiers who have to apologize to your family and kids? Well, you see, the guy I don't really know or never really met Somebody swooped his girl, and now I gotta fight a bunch of Trojans. Although, how different would like the uh, the Iraq War have been if Saddam <laughs> Hussein was putting it to Laura Bush? Yeah, if he if he did a robbery. Yeah, pulled the robbery on the bushes. <laughs> like, well, I don't. I mean, I can see you'd be pretty pissed, and if you had the army at your disposal, hard not to use it at that point. I mean, you can say a lot of bad things about George Bush, but he clearly wins that contest between Hussein. I mean, he's clearly more <laughs> handsome than Hussein. He's got, <laughs> Hussein's got a big square face and just the mustache. And, Dead. No, no. Uh, some girls like the mustache. Yeah, some girls do like the mustache. Like, if, for example, Laura Bush was from Portland, she would have been all about the mustache here. <laughs> well, if Laura, Laura Bush was like a hipster girl, then yeah. <laughs> oh, man, she would have gone all crazy for Saddam. Can you imagine if Laura Bush had worn, like, plastic frame glasses? <laughs> <laughs> He's like freaking PBR and has leggings. Wearing her, her boyfriend's flannel t-shirt. Flannel shirt. Yeah. Uh, flannel t-shirt. Not, that's <laughs> the wrong words sometimes come out of my face. Um, <laughs> that would have been a totally different... So this is, the, this is the situation we've constructed. Hipster Laura Bush <laughs> doing Saddam Hussein. George because Bush he has me. better records. <laughs> and a mustache. And a mustache. Um, totally. Totally worth a war. Now, right, Steve, does that make oil our Helen? I just uh, I think that makes freedom our Helen. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got to hate that it's unrelated to Laura Bush. <laughs> <laughs> fine <laughs> about the Iliad. The <laughs> yeah, tell me it's... off the air. We're doing fine. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, is that? I guess maybe this is plausible, but. It's this weird thing that happens in the book. There's this weird moment where two dudes are about to kill each other. And then they're like, wait, doesn't your dad know my dad? <laughs> and then they recite each other's entire life history. Um, did everybody go to high school together here 
in Troy. Yeah, there was well, because everybody knows they're like when you're when you're about to like there's a throng of thousands of dudes and a guy runs up with a spear and he's like I'm about to kill you, Jerry, son of Larry, whose dog's name is Pongo, who <laughs> ran away from Kurala Deville. Like, I mean, Pongius. you just have to like a cute little Greek dog, Pongius. <laughs> what the hell is going on well, it's here, not, guys? Chris, it's not that they all went to the same high school. It's that they all participated in the same extracurricular spear-throwing at people. <laughs> but it's like before the war, there was this ice cream ice cream social where they're like, oh, yeah, here's my name. Here's my, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, everybody has a fucking backstory when they don't need to. They all participated in intervarsity speech and decapitation. <laughs> there uh? you go. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it. Nice. <laughs> I give it to you. <laughs> we'll make the edit cut right before, uh. <laughs> and then 45 minutes of silence. <laughs> All right. Uh, other hates? I got a hate on the uh, notion of property in this book. Mm-hmm. Where, All right. So if Achilles can just get a girl as a gift... As a, I win for killing bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have he killed, a girl he killed all the bad guys. Right, a lot yeah, of- all right. Well, leaving aside the notion of owning a person right. and the moral uh, quandary associated, associated with that, yeah. when Ag- Agamemnon steals her, I don't know why you're so sore about it, Achilles. Like, you, you're probably done with it. You've probably wrecked your, you know, Achilles-ness just all over her and she's got no more use for you get another one how are you that how are you that bummed about it that's the thing i don't understand he's so powerful the thing you don't understand is love no that was not it (laughs) (laughs) because she was like one of many they were pretty bummed about armor too like (laughs) they're just an emotional people They just get attached really easily. <laughs> they have a they have a kindergartner's version of fairness, where if you're taking it away from them, they're just gonna yell. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like, well, I was fine with it until you know, I didn't mind. I liked it okay. I didn't care much. And then you took it. Wait, that's now an it's... interesting way to read this. Like they're all like four. So and this five is just a old. tantrum. <laughs> they're all five year olds. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of like explains a lot of their actions a lot. Yeah, the stabbing gets a little sadder, but everything else is better. Oh sure. <laughs> the children's war. Ah, oh, it's horrifying, actually. Um, I have a hate. Yeah, go for it. Why? Why wasn't the the Trojan horse in this? <laughs> that's the that one, was the one plot point I was. No, seriously, for. the one thing that everybody knows about the Trojan War is there was that yeah. horse. Why is yeah. that not in this book? <laughs> uh, an excellent question, Nick. Uh, it didn't happen in this part of the story. Well, there's more. Oh, this is, we caught, like, of the Trojan War, this is the last, like, 5%. This is, I mean, this picks up, like, in the middle of the Trojan War, it's almost at the very end, it's almost over. But isn't the horse near the end? I thought the horse won. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me that the the Greeks, like, tricked them, like, got rolled into their city, hidden, and then, like, ransacked their city, and then still there was, like, nine more years... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 that was the end, dude. The other thing you gotta remember, Stephen, is that, you know, with primitive building techniques, a horse of that size and complexity would have taken the better part of ten years, so... That's a good point. They've been working on it this whole time. She's not ready yet. Yeah. You know, there's construction delays, negotiations... Sometimes I forget stuff. how far we've come in horse building technology. <laughs> 
in a wooden <laughs> surprise horse. Yeah, right building. now you just yeah. call a warehouse in China right. and you'd be like, could you ask your people to stop committing suicide long enough to build me a gigantic horse? And then they would. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so Nick, I'm, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, this no, isn't go ahead. funny at all. The Trojan horse is the Trojans invading Troy back from the Greeks? No. What the hell? No. I, I no thought, okay. I thought it was like, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. No, it, yeah. no yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's where the Greeks... Invade. Oh, sorry if I misspoke. It's yeah. the, oh, okay, it's the yeah, yeah, final. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it's it. the final yeah. thing that happens. It's it's uh, temporarily after the Iliad, where yeah. the Greeks invade Troy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's thing. what I thought. Yeah. Well, so the movie Troy was chronologically okay. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait. No, is it's, the horse, it's awful. We're in the... for a treat. We're in for a treat. Is the horse in Troy? Yes. Oh, sweet. Really. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I was no. There's there's a fucking horse. Orlando Bloom shoots Brad Pitt in the ankle. Hey, hey, you know, hey, it's everything. hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, hold on, but that's that's the thing is that um that Achilles should die before the 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 horse. You remember the whole thing of the guy he killed that was like breaker of horses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah they meant like yeah. he could not be trusted with giant surprise horses because he might break it. It's a big concern. <laughs> Who doesn't have one of those in their group of friends? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my dream i won't be happy till there's a chicken in every pot and a fake horse that people jump out of in every driveway <laughs> dude was that like the the classical equivalent of the stripper cake yes it was it was if in, if the stripper came out and instead of delighting you with stripperness ransacked your fucking house <laughs> and burned your family alive. <laughs> This ad was required, but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, at the offices of an infinite number of monkeys. Johnson, how's work going on recreating the works of Shakespeare? Good, good. We've got most of Hamlet and all of the sexy parts of Romeo and Juliet, and uh, I think we should easily be done within an infinite amount of time. Excellent. Keep working. And how about the works of Homer? Well, about that, sir, it's uh, it's not going so well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we want to finish them too, but but even uh, with all the stabbing and the horse racing, it's just too boring. Uh, the boys keep getting distracted by their bone poo. I told them only on poo breaks. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, do you want me to just fire everybody and send them back into their barrel? No. I have an idea. Would they be able to get through it if they were all listening to an audiobook of it? As a Greek epic poem, that's the way it's meant to be absorbed. But this project is already way over budget, sir. We, we can't afford an infinite number of audiobooks. We spend all our funds on child-sized business suits for us to wear while we're typing. It's adorable, but expensive. Don't worry. Just have everybody go to audiblepodcast.com slash readitandmeet. Even a monkey can get a free audiobook just for signing up for a trial membership. But what if what if I want to cancel during our trial members? We need those audiobooks to last infinitely long. You can keep the audiobook even if you cancel. Sounds great! Mr. Nobo, I just got a call from maintenance. The vending machine is out of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Audiobooks so good, they'll make your rear end swell. So here's a question that I have. So I, I I don't know if this happened on air or off air, but Nick, you mentioned that this was all this is all like in meter and meant to be done to music. 
Uh, yeah, it's sung. Sung over, over over a lyre. And it was very popular, right? This was like the thing that people listened to, right? Uh, well, actually, both of these uh, were not... Uh, this may help to give you a sense of the scope. Um, they were meant to be sung. Lyric poetry was meant... They didn't have writing, uh, really, at this point, so it was all oral. Mm-hmm. They These were all done prior to the Olympic Games. So parts of each one were done on each day of the Olympic Games. And then at the conclusion of the Games... That would be the end of the story, and and, so, and this was super popular. People really dug. Oh this. yeah, this was this is the way people. I mean, there was no internet. There was, right. I mean, this, so this is was what sort you of did. Like pop music then. Yeah, they were like the Beatles. I guess my problem. Yeah, is the, the Beatles, but also like you know Robert Frost, <laughs> and guess, also like Michael Bay. I guess my and, problem and is, also like BBC News. You guys are reading my guess, slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess my problem is that if the, that their pop music just the, the hook sucks, you know. I just like I want to be able to dance to it. I want a catchy hook, and the hook is like then the spear entered through his nipple and shattered his brains all over his head. Repeat three X or something, and that's like it's so hard to dance to. Oh sure, yeah. There's a reason why people stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I fell in love in a Trojan plane. I fell in love in a Trojan plane. <laughs> I mean, it's basically the closest thing you could have is if, I mean, imagine if the Decemberists tried to put together like a ten CD story. They probably oh, have. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> I would not doubt it. They're the thing they would do. And then when they did it, you would have like a an old timey tinge to it, almost country even, where you'd be like, it'd be more like. I lost my woman and forty to fifty of my sons, and and almost certainly a whale would be involved for some reason. <laughs> They'd be like they're whales. Uh, okay, so that then other other thing uh, I wanted to ask you guys. Maybe this this would become like the Nick answers factual questions about the elite <laughs> yeah, segment. Yeah, I like I'm this. Fine with. All right, Nick. Well, I guess Chris helped me with the lion problem, but here's a related problem to the okay. to the flora and fauna of Greece. Uh, at one point, uh, there's a lot of eagles around, uh, sure. like being that they're from Zeus himself. But at one point, they make an analogy. He makes an analogy that says, like, just as an eagle swooping down to grab a rabbit or a lamb dives, so did such and such. Okay, here's my question. Were the eagles gigantic or were the lambs really small back then? Really? <laughs> Quit dodging, Nick. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that uh, lamb domestication caused them to grow exponentially. Uh, lambs Are you in they were little ancient lambs? lambs in ancient Greece were uh, originally only about twelve inches tall. <laughs> uh, but what happened was through uh, thousands of years of, I mean, it's. Obviously, it's human-selected genetic breeding because we try to pick the one that has the most wool and the things that are the most useful to us. But, uh, yeah, uh, we've essentially bred lambs to be about five to six times the original size they were. So the eagles are the same size. But in recent years, cars have gotten bigger. Do you think that back in, in, in ancient Greece, an eagle could have picked up a car? Oh, absolutely. Like a 12-inch little tiny car, and, and then the eagle would just... <laughs> And then with his little talents, and he'd pull it up and like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, it's car mom would be really sad. 
that's why they that's why they had ten or fifteen in a, in a litter of cars. It just yeah. I'm thinking about the little Chevron cars with faces, <laughs> and then like a little baby one. Just a big frowny face as an eagle carries it away. <laughs> it's all uh, grill it is frowning. So sad. Uh, all right. God. Okay, so back to a hate. I guess. Sure, go ahead. Um, did we really need to spend an entire chapter learning about the design on the fresco of Achilles' armor or whatnot? I was so bored, you guys. That happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, where they're just like... During one of my blackouts. Which, which book was that? <laughs> that was like, once he got his special armor made they uh, by the gods, because Hector took his old army armor that was also really good, um... They just spent a really long time describing this. They spent half an hour describing the scenes on the shield and the cuirass and the everything. Sure. Well, you got to imagine that the people who actually do the resuscitation, uh, or was it recitation? That's probably recitation. Yeah, resuscitation is they didn't bring this back to life. No, (laughs) they definitely let it sit there. This was the opposite of resuscitation. But you got to imagine just a bunch of old dudes who like to ramble on. Man, talk is cheap. They didn't have to write this down. No paper got used. They could do whatever they want and take their sweet ass time. Yeah, but it's their to listen. So you're saying this is like a jam band of poetry? They're just like, they're up there noodling away with this poem, and everyone's like, yeah, this is kind of cool, but only because I'm high. Well, so, would like, afterwards, would one of them be together, like, man, you went way too long on the armor, and the other be like, no, man, they were all digging it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I think I got I got one of those I got one of Ezra's copies from Audible, um, where he doesn't you know they don't trust Ezra. He's got the child protection or whatever it is on his account, so he gets the uh, the censored versions mm-hmm. right, of the right. audiobook. Right. Anyway, so yeah, I wanted to play you guys a clip from it because it was it was dirtier than I was expecting the Iliad to be. You know, I thought people back then were much more conservative, but it turns out they weren't. So if you could all uh, take a listen, yeah, to let's this, play the clip. Let's listen to it. A man will give his people a great to stretch for him, wow. having it soaked in grease, uh-huh. <laughs> and grasping it on all sides, braced around it. On they all pull sides. it till the moisture goes. The oil sinks in with many tugging hands, and soon the whole is dry and taut. Wait. <laughs> Just so, this way and that way, in a little space, both sides kept tugging at the. Round about, wild <laughs> tumult rose. Yeah, it's, okay, you know, that's, that's about right. It's sort of like, I mean, it's whatever the group thing that was going on, it was weird. I guess it was weird because there were so many hands and also because people were watching and really enjoying it. Uh, wait, I'm confused. It sounded like they were oiling something, but it got dried out. Today. Well, they were <laughs> they were oiling it and squeezing it, and then when the moisture came out, it was dry. I, I see, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they did it too. They tugged too hard and did it too long. It would start to dry out. You remember your chafing issue, Stephen? Yeah. Oh, do I remember it? <laughs> I live it every moment but, of my life. <laughs> it's time for the uh, second half of our compliment sandwich. We're gonna go in reverse order, which means Nick, the genuine one, is gonna have to go first. Oh, uh, my second compliment for this book is uh, the 
my public IQ jumped 30 points whenever I was caught reading it in public. People were like, oh, you're reading Greek mythology. That's so great. Yeah. And and it's not. You don't get any smarter from this book. There's no <laughs> redeeming moral quality to it. There's no real lesson to be learned. There's no decent vocabulary. It's just a lot of... It's it's murder porn. What do you it's mean? what they what do you did mean no before lesson? Hostel. What do you mean no lesson? Beware Greeks bearing gifts, right? That's, that's not in this book. That's but that's not, not in this even book in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good lesson, though. Awesome. So, continuing backwards, Chris, what is your second compliment? <laughs> uh, my compliment is that Ajax was in a race, and he fell on ox poop face first. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> he literally he got, ate shit during that race. He, he ate shit, and... I just love that this is, like, the first example, historically, of slapstick comedy. (laughs) It was in there, and everybody thought it was really funny. And then I went, isn't there a war on? (laughs) Shouldn't we put this in context? Come on, guys. (laughs) Awesome. Nobody slipped and fell right in the poo. He did, and poo got in his mouth. Yeah. And then he spit the ox poo out. Yeah, and he's kind of a big guy, so like it's really funny. And then he said he was like, even the even in this, the gods don't favor me, and everybody laughed because he literally ate shit. Yeah, <laughs> and therefore shit eating Ajax. It's <laughs> <laughs> just such a worse uh, Ajax ate. surname. Yeah, what? <laughs> like Lionhearted Ajax. Yeah, <laughs> shit eater. Ajax <laughs> shit eater. <laughs> Ajax eater of ox poos. You yeah. uh, fought valiantly. And that's how you distinguish him from the other Ajax who never ate poo. It's, <laughs> it's like tall Ajax and poo-eating Ajax. And Ajax, Ajax the kissable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so for my minor compliment, I want to compliment the clothing. Every couple of minutes, they mentioned somebody and they were wearing, you know, this shield and this sort of these ankle things. And every single one of them was wearing a brass or gold cravat. And I just love that they were fighting this war in Victorian neckties. I, so cool looking. <laughs> Don't you mean a cuirass? Cause, I'm cause that's pretty a sure that's not a thing, armor. whereas a cravat is most definitely a thing. Okay, because a cuirass is like, a, like basically the, the sleeveless chest armor. Well, they could wear that, too, if they wanted, but you've already got a cravat on, so you already look dandy enough. You don't need sleeveless Fair enough. Armor. Fair enough. Yeah. This is... <laughs> the Trojan War was business casual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for me. Uh, Steven, you get the last compliment of this as a, as a, a new temporary member of the staff uh so i like, like, keep saying temporary i don't want to i don't mean to put you down i just oh i'm already at rock bottom don't worry about okay. that um perfect so I, I maybe this is like me drifting in and out of consciousness and not quite sharing what i heard but was there a fight scene in this book between achilles and a river yeah kind of <laughs> so that's my compliment yeah. that's pretty awesome <laughs> That was another one of those blackout moments because I read this. I read the Spark Notes, and they talked about this whole part where Achilles got in a fight with the River God because the River God was mad about him them sending too many body, bodies into the river. And I, the whole time I was reading that, I was like, surely I would have remembered that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Turns out no. Uh, just weird because there's like all this like firestorm of like gods and, and humans fighting each other. That all of a sudden it's just like, why, why is he fighting water? 
<laughs> well, it like it builds up, right? There's that build up. It's like it's like Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. There's the build up to the final fight. So first he fights Aeneas, who goes on to found Rome later or something, and um, you know, and that goes okay, but he doesn't kill him because Poseidon takes him away. Then he fights a river, and you think, oh man, it can't get more ridiculous than that, because it doesn't. Because when he fights Hector, he kills him in one blow. I mean, in all fairness, no matter how big Hector is, he's no river. And also, in fairness, Bruce Lee, when he's teaching you how to fight, what does he tell you to be like? Uh, water. Uh, That's right. uh, And what is in a river? Bruce Lee. (laughs) Salmon. (laughs) Alright, there's a lot of stuff. Not all of which is applicable to this. Alright, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We will be back again next week. Next week, we will be talking about the 2004 Sword and Sandal epic starring Brad Pitt with disgustingly long hair, Troy. Which I originally thought was about uh, my neighbor across the street growing up, but it turns out he didn't get his own movie starring Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's actually about this. And, and if our discussions are correct, it's got some good stuff in it, including the long-lost Trojan horse. So, also the the jumpy stabby move. Like Yeah, the, I love the jumpy stabby. Dude, I, he pioneered the jump stabby. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm looking for well, you will. finding out. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, of course the best place to go is Facebook.com slash read it and weep. There you can uh, have all kinds of great discussions with us about this book or about anything else we talked about today or before. Um Thank you for joining us, Chris and Stephen. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And uh, no, I'm, I'm still here. Panicandfearblog.com is where you can read his writings. Uh, thanks for being here, Nick. Thanks, buddies. You guys are awesome. You were awesome. Uh, when I said, yeah. hey, can you read? Can you talk to us about the Iliad in short notice? I didn't know you had already read it. I just assumed that if you hadn't, you would for us. But it turns out... I would have, too. I know. You didn't have to, and that's great. So this worked out really well. Thanks for being our genius of the day. <laughs> No problem, guys. I uh, I really got to tip my hat to Chris, though. We had a bunch of that stuff. Awesome. Also, and I feel bad. Uh, I don't know about the sheep one. I feel bad. All the other ones are true. <laughs> oh, you tell me. I, I so like, I'm happy. Nothing from nothing, eat nothing.